Discipline is not hard to explain, but difficult to effectively execute. In this episode, I will tell you how to discipline each age group, so no matter how old your child is, you won't have to deploy discipline alone. Hi, I'm Ashley, and you're listening to Parachutes for Parents, where I help new and experienced parents land safely and help them stay on top of their toes. The question I was asked was, how do I effectively discipline my child? And instead of going to one age group, I compiled a list of all the age groups from one source. Now, the definition of discipline most people would think is control or to punish, but discipline actually means to teach. So you're not trying to control or punish the child, you're trying to teach them. Now, the goals of discipline are to teach and guide are to foster acceptable and appropriate behavior and to help them, the child, become emotionally and mature adults. Effective discipline consists of mutual respect. It is firm, it is fair, it is reasonable, and most importantly, it is consistent. Now, the first age group are infants, which is from birth to 12 months. Infants need a schedule to help them feel safe and to provide predictability. So they need a schedule on feeding, around sleeping, around playing and interacting with people. That all helps them to feel safe and to provide the predictability that they need. Disciplinary actions such as timeouts, spanking, and consequences, that's not going to work on a baby. (laughs) Next, we have early toddlerhood, which is from one year to two years. These toddlers are just little adventurers. They want to play with everything. They want to touch everything. They want to manipulate the world around them because they're exploring the world around them. You need to intervene when necessary. The child is just picking up something that they don't need to be picking up. You can take it from them and simply say no and a simple short reason as to why. So... Let's say they pick up a piece of glass. I don't know where they got the glass from. They found it. (laughs) They picked up the piece of glass and you need to take the glass away from them. So you take it away. You say no, it can hurt you. And you redirect their attention. The good thing and somewhat bad thing about toddlers is that they have a very short attention span. So... If you redirect their attention to something else, then that piece of glass will be completely out of their mind. You do need to stay close to them so that they know that you didn't withdraw love from them. 
at this age, abandonment is a big thing. And so you don't want to make them feel as if you are abandoning them. Timeouts aren't going to really work at this age. And so you just really need to redirect their attention from things. The next age group are the late toddlers. This is from the age of two to three. The terrible twos. And it's not that bad. This is where temper tantrums arise. Temper tantrums come from a place of frustration. The toddlers are learning how to be more independent and how to be more self-assertive. And when that independence and self-assertion is challenged, they become frustrated. When they are put up against the wall and not able to do what they want to do, and there's no way around this wall, it frustrates them. And that frustration turns into a temper tantrum. Temper tantrums do not come from a place of anger or defiance. They are just frustrated. And this is the only way they know how to let out that frustration. During a temper tantrum, you should take the child away from the scene and let them have it out just let them tire themselves out and then after the tantrum give them a verbal explanation as to why they shouldn't do something or why they can't do whatever it is they were wanting to do and give them some reassurance at this age they still need to be supervised they still need to have their limits set and they still need routines but after a tantrum they do need to be reassured and they need to have their attention redirected and they do not need to be brought back to the scene of the tantrum unless it can't be helped. The next age group consists of preschoolers and kindergarten age children. So children from the ages of three years to five years. These children are now able to accept reality and limitations. They can act in ways to obtain others' approval and are more self-reliant for their immediate needs. They need good behavioral models to pattern their behaviors after. Children are observational learners, so they will learn through observing their behavioral models. They'll learn through observing the people around them. Verbal rural reliance is increasing in this age, but they still need you to supervise them when you give them something to do in order for them to more effectively execute that action and for their safety. Timeouts are now a good tool to use for them, but the best method of discipline for them is praise and approval of their good behaviors. When they are praised of their good behaviors and if their good behaviors receive approval from the people that they care about, the people that care about them, then those good behaviors are more likely to be repeated. And they'll be more likely to continue more good behaviors. At this age, lectures are not good to give. They are just 
a no-no. They can actually be more counterproductive. Small logical consequences should work. So also implement these when necessary. School-agers, which is from the age of 6 years to 12 years, are in the next age group. These children are increasing their independence and this can lead to conflict. This independence leads to them wanting to act more autonomously. Parents, you should continue to supervise, provide good behavior models, and set rules consistently. But you should also allow the child to become increasingly autonomous. Allow them to have some autonomy, to have some choices, to allow them to be their own person. But make sure you are still being a good model for them and that they are still following the rules that you set. You should still make the important decisions because they aren't very sound in their reasoning and judgment. Praise and approval of their good behaviors and accomplishments should be used liberally, but not excessively. This can help encourage their good behaviors and their growth into a mature adult. Discipline can include withdrawal or delay of their privileges, logical consequences, and timeouts should still work. Adolescents the final age group are the years 13 to 18. These come with many challenges. You can meet these challenges by remaining available, setting rules in a non-critical way. Do not belittle your adolescent and avoid lecturing your adolescent and do not predict catastrophes. Contracting or making reasonable agreements with your adolescent, that is a very useful tool to use. Despite what they may say or what you may think about what a teenager may want, they do want your guidance and approval. Deep down inside, they really want it. They may say that they don't. They may say that they are their own person, that they are independent, that they can make their own decisions, but they still really want and need your guidance and approval. Make sure that the basic rules are followed and logical consequences are set and kept in a non-confrontational way. Some tips for you for when you set your rules and apply consequences. Make sure you reinforce good behaviors. You praise them and you catch your children being good. Try to avoid nagging and making threats. They usually are very counterproductive. Make sure when you set a rule, you make sure that that rule is applied consistently. Don't let the rule be used one time and not for another time, or for one child and not another child. And if that rule is broken, make sure that the consequence follows right after the misbehavior. Make sure you set reasonable and consistent limits. Your consequences need to be realistic. 
For example, you cannot ground your child for a year. That's not realistic. Make sure you know the difference between willful defiance and age-appropriate behavior. For example, if your child tips over a glass of juice, they probably weren't trying to do it to be defiant, but more of exploring the world and seeing what would happen. Simply let them know that this makes a mess, so that's why we don't do it. Help them clean it up and try not to get too angry or frustrated with them for just exploring the world and being age appropriate. Now argue with your child. You cannot win. No one wins. Make sure you do not shout or use any kind of verbal abuse that can be even more damaging than physical abuse. And make sure to follow consequences with love and trust. Make sure that the child knows that you are trying to change their behavior and not them. Hopefully this has helped you in your pursuit for effectively disciplining your child.